Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 7th. Andy, how are we doing? Reverend, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a man of the cloth. I officiated a wedding. That's, that's good. That's good. Is that the new one time only? No longer Brendan? I'm Reverend? Is that Got what you're saying? Lots of requests for the Reverend. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. You've, you've fulfilled that request. Good job. Cheeky. That's nice of you. How's that? Um, how'd it go? Went fine. I think it went okay. You know, I think I did well. I did okay. I I, I didn't do any anything stupid. I, I practiced my pronunciations beforehand. You know, um, I you know I didn't do greetings and welcome at the beginning. I didn't slip up and that. I think people were okay and happy with it. So went well. It's went wonderful. fine. So how was your weekend? You have a long. We had a long break from you guys, so appreciate you indulging us, taking Friday off. The Friday to Sunday, Friday to Monday, you know, formula just didn't make it conducive to recording this weekend. So I got some yours? juicy news this weekend that um, Mitch Trubisky is back, oh back in the fold. Started QB, QB one, QB one oh for the Bears. What a mess. That's great. I am so, that's, I mean, this is great for us. Fantastic for me. Uh, Freddie Kitchens is no longer with us, but we still got Mitch. We're going to do a little Browns Bears over under. Should we do a segment on that maybe Thursday yeah, or maybe, something towards the end of the week? Yeah, Wednesday. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll get this that fired NFL up. NFL season's right around the corner. Mitch is allegedly just, he's got fancy footwork this year. You know, A lot of zip on the ball yeah. coming hot out of his hand. Never looked better. Quick. Best shape of his life. <laughs> the ball's getting out. He's comfortable in the pocket. <laughs> getting through his progressions, all that. Never. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. No preseason games. We're just flying blind. So I'll be stunned when it comes out and he gets his ass kicked. But, hey, okay. let's talk about the event of the week. The Andalusia Masters. Yeah. John Catlin. Caitlin, Catlin, Catlin, American wins. He got, uh, we got tipped a- off to Catlin from, uh, the one and only Barry Henson. Yes. Barry Henson. OG shotgun start guest. What are our favorite? Uh, he, he told us he was bound for greatness or on the track to good things. And, uh, he got on the Euro tour. He was a, you know, a compadre of Barry over on the Asian tour, got on the Euro tour. When was the Andalusia masters at, uh, Valderrama. Uh, Valderrama. How did that look this weekend? I, I must confess, I watched zero golf during the wedding weekend until today. Kind of wish it remained zero after today, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I got a little story about about how this weekend Valder- of golf that might sum it up here. So it's Sunday morning. I'm uh, I'm laying in bed. I, I you know I made some breakfast for for my beautiful wife and uh, in bed and uh, yep. laying in bed with uh, Josie, the newborn girl. And I said to my wife, I said, hey, can I turn on the the golf? See the end of this golf? They got like a couple holes left. And she's like, sure. oh, yeah, certainly. You know, fast forward to today, Monday. 
in the middle of the FedEx Club Championship. I uh, I just, I'm sitting watching, and there's just no pop. There's nothing going on. I get up, and I go mow my lawn for 30 minutes. Come back. <laughs> but... And it was a testament. That's what you want. Meant to be a testament. Is that what you do in the middle of the Super Bowl, the March (laughs) Final Four, you know, or or the Stanley Cup Game 7? You just get up, go mow your lawn in the middle of it? Okay. (laughs) To be be honest, the the lawn wasn't in dire need of a mowing either. (laughs) I had already cleaned the kitchen. I had sanitized a bunch of new baby things that were trying out. And I just yeah. was like stir crazy sitting there watching nothing happen. So I went mow, mow the lawn. But the uh, Andalusia Masters, Valderrama is oppressively tight, unnecessarily <laughs> with the trees. They're yeah. out of control. Yeah, completely. But it was really firm. And, and I'll tell you what, the, the greens have a lot of slope and the topography out there is wonderful. Like you, you rarely have a, a flat lie. And uh, it was really hard. I mean, extraordinarily hard. The only hole that played under par all week was the 17. There was some stat Euro Tour shared, like if you shot even par at the you know at Valderrama for the last 18 years, you'd have like four wins and like a bunch of top tens. I, I don't know what the specifics of it were, but it's a it's a tough golf course. Not very was- fun. When we when we ragged on it on the last episode, saying so. So bad, it's good. It's actually amusing in a way. A former European Tour player, uh, you know, friend of the pod reached out, said we were right on the money. It's a, a miserable place, and it's, it's all sorts of design flaws. I don't know if you want his name mentioned, but uh, yeah, all sorts of design flaws. Yeah, as a player, as a professional trying to take it on, but watching from the comforts of your couch, it's kind of amusing. Is that what you're getting at? Oh, they, yeah. They're beating him up. Marty Keimer just did not look good coming down the stretch either. He he was right there, thrust into competition or contention, second week in a row. He missed yeah. a shorty on seventeen. He missed like a four footer for birdie on seventeen, which would have given him a one shot lead going into eighteen. And then, unbelievably, golf channel. This might be one of the biggest coverage gaffes of all time. There's what two. There, him and Catlin are tied for the lead on eighteen. We see their approach shots. Catlin hits the green. Uh, Keimer overcuts it into the bunker. He had to. He was. He had some tree trouble. The coverage comes back on after he hit his bunker shot, which didn't hit. He didn't hit it on the green. It was like right and off the green. It was. And, and, and they were just talking about how bad the shot was, but we never saw it. They never replayed it. They never did anything. We just. We. I don't know what. I still don't know what happened with the bunker shot. I don't know he if did he semi shank it? What happened? Wait, how did that happen? I don't understand. They, the coverage came out of commercial back. But isn't that a European tour thing? No. Wait, like don't they just take the feed from yeah, uh, or I think was so. it a golf channel screw up because they the didn't get channel, out of their own yeah. commercial? Okay. They didn't get okay. out of their own commercial in time. Okay. And okay. we missed we missed oh, the shot. My God. Are you kidding me? It was unbelievable. We completely missed it. So he makes, I don't understand he that. 72 holes. You get to the end. Yeah. Catlin wins at two over. Event of the week. Shot a 75 in the final round. Got, gets the victory. And Lucia Masters. Par's relative. You know, all week we heard about how DJ was lighting it up in the early rounds. To get him No, he didn't to... say that. There were people saying that? I told you. I didn't watch Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Was that a, something that somebody said? 
Nobody I, said I that. I turned on Golf Channel on, on Sunday morning. Or I, it was yeah. Golf Channel was on after, or Sunday morning. So it's through two rounds. And Todd yep. Lewis is talking how he's ex- extraordinary. He's playing. Yep. You know, uh, yeah. in the in the current tournament, and how you know he he had hit twenty five percent of fairways, and he was leading at thirteen hundred. There's other players at twelve under, but like it it was like they were like they noted like the ten shot lead as almost like a footnote. And then if you notice today, just complete disregard. It's like it didn't exist. Do you want to talk about this now? We might we, as we well. Get, well other, before we get into it, last other result, the Lincoln Land Championship. The, on the Matt Fitzpatrick swing, I think that's what you yes. called it last week. The Fitzy uh, Brett, Brett Druitt wins down at a Panther Creek. Long time web tour kind of journeyman type. He's, I think they said he was 850th in the world coming in this week. I've seen him. I think he gets a little worse for the wear. Seems like an interesting ca- character. Uh, but he gets his first ever web tour win. Went shot up the rankings. He was like 80th in the you know KFD points list. He's inside the top 20 now. So, uh, congrats to Brett Druitt for winning that. Let's move on. So, what you were talking about? This. All right. Let's start with the positive. Hey, the restart was great. These last, you know, starting from Colonial, really all the way through to this week, it's been a successful run for the PGA Tour. I applaud them. They did it. They executed it well. They executed it, you know, with safe, the right amount of safety level, you know, not a lot of outbreaks, anything like that. The events were good. The winners were good. The drama was mostly good. It's been a great return to golf, all caps. But this was a complete abomination. Again, I only watched Monday, final round. So I'm giving it to you on the, you know, I watched every day and it's fine. I watched, I, I would check in and I couldn't watch. I sit and watch every single golf tournament. Yeah. Every week, every single golf tournament. And this yep. was the one that I had to get up and go mow my lawn. <laughs> this and you know what? I can take I can take a, a boring golf tournament, right? I can take a snoozer of a Sunday afternoon, that's fine. But this was the great golf gaslighting of our times. This was we were just gaslit for four straight hours. This whole bullshit about 54 hole leads. He's a streak of 54 hole leads. He started at 10 under. Like, that's not, why is that not factor into it? Then Dan Hicks runs into, he continues to climb up the wins list to 23 total wins. He started at 10 under. Yes, he's had a, a legendary month on the PGA Tour, but you cannot. He lost. He finished third. He finished he third. Didn't take. You cannot start with this fifty-four hole lead bullshit and this all-time wins list, and not mention a a, a a single snippet about all these the money that's changing hands on every missed putt. They completely muzzled. The PGA Tour takes its list, takes its viewers, its audience to be dumber than they actually are. We know what's going on here. You're trying to muzzle the whole, the the absolute bathtubs of money that these guys are going to go dive into after this event in a year when they've led to lay people off and a lot of the charities at their events are taking a bunch of haircuts. You can't just frame this event for a decade as this is like just you know a, a money bath, and then all of a sudden. 
One you know, year. That's that's all this is. That's what. That's the appeal. Those are the stakes where the money's changing out of four footer is worth seven hundred fifty thousand. Or and Xander, like Xander at the end that putt. If he makes the putt at the end, he wins five million. If he doesn't, he has to split seven and a half with JT. It was a million and a half dollar putt. You know. Was, yeah. Yes. That, Just a complete wild miscalculation by the PGA Tour. Like I quite sure they put their thumb on the scale about it, you know, given that they've had to lay off. I think Tron Carter 50, 50 mentioned people, something about a memo going out in one of their podcasts or, or a tweet. I, I forget where exactly the, to try not talk about money. To don't talk about the money around the FedEx cup. So it was clearly a directive, just total miscalculation. That's the, like the primary appeal. That's why this event exists. Almost is, is this, a big cash grab, and that's the that's how it's framed, and that's how it's hyped, and to totally neglect it. Mark Hubbard's brother, Nathan Hubbard, who I think he hosts a competing podcast. We've now shouted out two competitors in the last four minutes. They're not they're friends. They're not even competitors. Like his brother's on the tour. He's like, I don't understand. You can't ignore these putts and these swings. This is all this is about at this point. There's no other drama happening, and then they just. Ignore that. They talk about the wins list. They talk about the 54-hole leads. It just was a total snoozer and a complete, complete gaslighting. And the PGA Tours fans are some of the, it's one of the smartest, you know, sports cohorts, sports fan groups, you know, out there among the competitive set of sports. And they think they're complete idiots, morons that don't understand what's going on here. We know he started at minus 10. It's not like... A apples to apples win so it was that's what bugged me i can take the boring golf i can take dj running away with it even though he didn't when you count up the strokes but just the way they take us for a bunch of morons and you know just dopes that don't really know what's happening you know we're idiots we're, we'll f- fully confess to it but i don't like being gaslit or lied to constantly i i just i can't get over the fact of just ignoring that the lead thing when it's a fundamental aspect of the comp- competition if you're going to make your tournament that you have to mention it like yeah. you have to talk about it it can't just be a sunday where if you're just a casual viewer and you don't know You'd have no clue that Dustin Johnson started six shots ahead of Xander Shoffley at the beginning of the week. Yep. And that, you know, like, it would completely change the perception of what was going on if you understood that Xander started six shots back and that he was actually, on the week, three shots ahead. And I just don't even understand. It would make the golf tournament more interesting if you were showing both leaderboards. Right. Like, right, the shadow. It's, it's but that would be no fun because it's a shadow leaderboard. It was a big day for the shadow leaderboard. Big day for UPS's marketing guy too. God, you know, just a complete FedEx. You know, didn't get what they wanted out of that. I thought, but can I just read something to you from PGA Tour Communications Twitter account sure. just to kind of highlight the whole you know rigor rigmarole of this? D J D Johnson PGA. Looking to become the first, this was like an hour to play left. Looking to become the first number one seed to win the FedEx Cup since Tiger Woods in 2009. Can you translate that for me? What does that mean? 
Johnson looking to become the first number one seed to win the FedEx Cup since Tiger Woods in 2009. What does that mean? Does that have any resonance with you? With you? Do you understand that history no. versus today? What does the number one seed mean? And I think that's just kind of... Is it like the number one overall seed in uh, the I don't NCAA know. tournament? It illuminates how much of a mess this has become. They've changed the format four or five times since Tiger probably won that in 09. What does that mean? Number one, the start of the week, number one, I, I don't know, I guess, but but it's not an apples-to-apples apples comparison because didn't Tiger have like 35,000 points? That was before the points. They reformatted them. And, and Dustin Johnson starting two strokes ahead of the closest competitor. None of it is like directly comparable. So I, 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 was, I thought that just perfectly ca- encapsulated what what a mess this has become. There's no historic sort of relevance from year to year. I think there's one important thing to point out that's on the positive for the PGA Tour is that if you looked at the playoffs in, in a lens, the best player in the playoffs did win the $15 million. I agree completely. That, that is the one thing that they can take away from this and last year the best player in the playoffs won as a a rule the fedex cup standings usually are a pretty good snapshot of the top of the world rankings and a pretty good snapshot uh and the playoffs are usually a pretty good snapshot of who played best that month or 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 the deserving you know champion at the month's end so then now going from that two things can be true that they did it did identify the best player and the second thing can be the format is complete shit still yeah that's fine all that stuff can be true but don't tell me it's his 23rd win yes. or he has 50 he's uh, he's matched tiger to, to with four straight 54 hole leads it's just not in fact true you cannot sell us something that is a complete lie and fabricated reality that's it that's all that that was my entire issue is hearing the way this all was framed beyond just the golf the golf was boring am i wrong it yeah, wasn't it was, as slow uh, it wasn't a great day no i i think i think i saw that uh a friend of the program kevin moore texted me that every uh every uh, the top 10 all shot between one uh to five under with eight of them between three to five under. So basically everybody played the same. And that's, that's, you know what? That's not great. It's not a great venue and showcase to end your season on that. But, you know, like I said, they've hit a lot of home runs since they came back in mid June. And there's Mm -hmm. been a lot of good finishes, a lot of good golf and a lot of good champions that that can't get that every week. I, I just thought, the way they hype this and market it is is uh, really bugged me a little bit. I think the stretch. there's something. It's been so good because it's been a, like competition. It's been mm-hmm. real competition, and that's where there's no authenticity with this event. Mm-hmm. It's just it just lacks any sort of substance and soul. Um, it is all about Southern Company, Coca Cola, and FedEx, and these players you know, who live a wonderful life and are extraordinarily talented, but it's all about them coming down to Atlanta to pick up their big pile of cash at the end of the year. And it, it at the end of the day, it, it lacks prestige, it lacks history, and it, it's not going to get any of that when it's a contrived championship. 
And that's what they need to figure out. Something, I think it could be really compelling golf if it just was golf. Like, just don't let it be, hey, we got, if it's, hey, we got 16 guys here. All of them made it here. Let them just go play for $15 million. That would be more interesting. No, All the points are wiped. It's zero. Everybody starts at zero. And we just it's go. Just a medal? Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Anything. Anything okay. that would just at least say, okay, everybody here is on. Like, I think that when the top five, all, if any of those five people could win, could win, that was interesting because it was like, okay, these five guys, if they win, they win. And I think right. that was the best thing they had going. So if you could get to number, and I think this would require a lot of selling on the player standpoint, because the players love this format. What's not to love about it, you know, if you're a player? But it's a terrible product for the fans. And if you got but to Maybe it's point, not for them. Maybe it's not for them. This is a corporate should... party. The venue is meant to house, you know, to house corporate kind of parties. It's not for us, I guess. Not for our audience, for the watcher, viewer at home. So what the, I don't know. the players is for us. I guess. I don't, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> um, us and but, Grant Thornton and Optum and everybody else. So. But if I, th- I think everything would be fixed if you just got it to where it would be a really cool tournament. If it was like, okay, these 16 guys survived the season or whatever the number is, it could still be 30. And Seems all like of a- them, anybody that wins, wins $15 million. How cool would it have been for Xander Schauffele to win $15 million? Or Scotty Scheffler, who, was, yeah. who finished second, who hasn't won or finished second. This is the other thing. This is the but other- didn't you just say they got the like the right guy at the end that's played the best over the last month? They, like they if have- Scheffler won it, I'm not sure that's like the, the appropriate winner, right? For the playoffs or, or so, what? Uh, that's, but does the best team win March Madness all the time? Yeah, sure. No. Like no. that's what makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. This Today was a foregone conclusion for the most part. All yeah. we were wait like all the only drama that was waiting to unfold on the back nine was like, is DJ gonna get the yips? You know, like right. is right. he gonna right. do something? It, like the most dramatic. I felt like the peak of the drama was when they got to the fifteenth hole because you're like, okay, maybe he rinses it here and there's something that happens. So he finishes T three at two sixty nine with JT. One behind Scotty Scheffler and four behind Xander Shoffley on the shadow leaderboard. Strokes leaderboard. I appreciate the PGA Tour putting actual a strokes column on their own website. You know, uh, as if you know. I think that would have required custom development to get it off. So they would have needed to get another technology oh, partner. That's a good point. They can probably figure that out. That's another. CDW you know, they got the wind of rewards out of it. Yeah, there you go. They're a big company. I I will say. It also, I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not the architecture guy. It, it seems ripe for a venue change. I just got to say, like, as a, as a sort of novice viewer at home, I just, there's not a lot of memorable stuff. A lot, not, not a lot of memorable kind of vistas, scenes where you go from year to year. And like, I, I know this whole, like you would at Augusta, I know how this plays or what this is like, or the drama that's happened here before in prior years. Just none of that exists, and they've been going there for a long time. I, 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 as someone who you know pays fairly close attention, but isn't like an expert looking at every little detail, like 
I think it should have that sort of resonance. Well, they've switched. Keep in mind, they've changed I everything know. in this event. They've even switched the nights because they like are. I mean, they they thought the the order of the holes was a problem. And I think I, I mean, like having eighteen nine uh, nine eighteen, uh, you know, regular eighteen. Yep. The long par three is a really fun finisher. We saw it at the Bubba Dickerson USAM. That was a fun yeah. finisher for match play. Um, right. But I think the golf course. I mean, it is. Uh, it's a sad story about what it could have been had it been, you know, I think it just the restoration, the, the restoration, it was is no means of restoration whatsoever. It is a, uh, Reese Jones golf course. It's not a Donald Ross. Uh, mm-hmm. had they done it, had they done the work on the course 20 years later, they would have gotten, right, they would have gotten a one, you would have an awesome golf course. Yeah. Um. Yep. You you look yep. at the old aerials and there's so the the bunkering has so much more character. You know the corridors have so much. It's just it's a very it is boring. It's a snooze fest. Outside of the 15th hole and the 18th hole on the back nine, all yeah. uh, none of them are memorable. No, no. And what that becomes an issue when you have it here every year and you can't like place the hole versus what happened there the year before or the two years ago or three years ago. So, um, all right, let's do an ad read. Yeah. Our ad read for our friends. It's a Friday birthday shout uh, out on uh, Monday. Can I, can I sneak something in before the ad? Read? Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, HW Twitter follower at, uh, HWGT uh-huh. nine. Okay. He, he just got this in under the gun. He wanted okay. us to know that Leishman made 400K today, and he was plus 38 in the playoffs. Wait, say that again? Sorry. Leishman, Wait, uh, Leishman made 400,000 today. Huh, he's plus he's 38. Plus 38 in, in the playoffs. Hey, season-long work, man. He won the Farmers, which feels like two years ago. He, he's, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to... I actually don't mind that so much. How do we finish on the strokes leaderboard today? Let's see. On which, Where is which, he? which leaderboard? He's not that bad. Where is he? I can't even. He's not that. He's not near the bottom. I mean, he had that great oh, first yeah, he's round. Second, second, second to last. last in strokes. Never mind. He is that bad. So kind of tanked it after that first round. All right. Um, let's do an ad read for our birthday. Friday birthday shout out on Monday. Uh, sdxwines.com slash sgs smith Smith devereaux so got a good story my folks knew i was coming to town knew i had a wedding we you know it was a small just intimate family because of covid but uh, i had the you know bride's parents coming over we were coming to town they got some uh friday junior three packs delivered to the house had no idea they were gonna be there so we were drinking smith devereaux all weekend my dad or mom, they were completely confused about what the hell. Fr- it's like, we got this, um, what do you call it? The Friday pack, the weekender pack. And I was <laughs> like, oh, no, it's the Friday junior pack. And they just seemed totally uninterested in me trying to explain what that meant or the origin story. And then I realized this podcast is just a bunch of inside jokes that take like 10 steps to explain. But n- nevertheless, we were sipping Smith Devereaux all weekend around the wedding. And it was fantastic. And that is available at sdxwines.com slash SGS, the Friday Junior 3-pack. Not to be confused with the uh, non-existent Friday pack. Uh, it's just Friday Junior. 
Great so, stuff. Uh, you know, we yeah. had a uh, we uh, we had a little outing for my father-in-law this weekend, and uh, oh really? Yeah, Kaylee p- popped open a, uh, a a bottle of the uh, sparkling rosé. Okay, how'd that go? I mean, Good? we've been sitting on it for basically. I I don't drink sparkling rosé, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, sure, she's been sitting on it for like nine months, ten months. Yeah. That's, yeah, how long? No, yeah, that's a long time. She she uh-huh. she enjoyed it quite a bit. She was right. <laughs> there you go. Good, deservedly so. All right, let's give out a free bottle of wine, courtesy of Smith Devereaux, to a listener. This is a random drawing. Bottle of wine will be going to Cassie Brower and her husband Mark. This is the email randomly chosen. My husband Mark's birthday is Wednesday the second, so we're about a week late here, but it's in hey, the that's email. My, that's my anniversary. Oh, there you good go. Birthday. There you go. That's a good birthday then. Can he get a birthday birthday shout out? He is a high school teacher who just went back to school. And with COVID going on, teaching looks so different for him this year. Marcus spent countless hours getting ready for the year, preparing virtual lessons. Um, he was coach of the golf team and does everything he can to make sure the kids have a somewhat normal year of school and a great golf season. He's a rock for those kids in uncertain times. So Mark Brower, Cassie Brower, who I think got married this summer. So a double. I, I believe they were tweeting at us about their marriage. So they deserve a shout out for the marriage and a free bottle of wine for Mark's birthday. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. Thanks, and thanks for yeah, listening. And thanks for teaching the youth of America. S- seriously, that's a hell of a job, especially at all times, but especially in, in these circumstances. So Mark Brower, happy birthday. That's SDX Wines. Ba- dot com slash SGS. Go go or there. Just, or just go to smithdevro.com. Join the wine club. Join the wine club. Got some perks coming for the wine club winner. Uh, wine club subscribers. All right. Let's get back to the FedEx Club Championship. I, I don't think I've tweeted this, but I don't think PXG gets enough credit for their, uh, you know, looking into the future. About what Will this... Knights had a great tweet about all the cards out there. Yeah, it really did look like the the, the shootout of an invitational or a member guest or something like that. It looked ridiculous. There there was one that looked like the beverage card. Maybe they send out there that's like a mobile bar for all the people to so they could keep their drinks going during the shootout. It was just, I I think that was an unintentional, um, quite intentional marketing scheme by PXG. Perfect. Smart, smart people over there in the social media department. Who's the player of the year after the day? I mean, I think you got to go DJ. What do you think? This month's been really good. I, I mean, he obviously won uh, Travelers, too. I mean, shouldn't player of the year come December 31st? It should, but... We don't we don't operate by years, and you know they've completely excluded the majors this year. It's such a weird. I mean, technically, I kind of think it should be maybe Justin Thomas. He's won three times. I kind of think it should be Morikawa winning the way he did at Muirfield and a major championship. I could go and with Morikawa to... too. It's going to be DJ though. You think it will be DJ? You I don't think, think the crowd? players even vote. I think it's just strictly it's agents, it's a simu- right? simulation of the FedEx Cup over and over again. <laughs> You think there's some like voter fraud and election fraud? The, the when they come into Ponte Vedra, they change their votes. And that's how I'm, Rory I'm interested won. if they're mail-in ballots. <laughs> there can't be. It's got to be some you know technology for that, right? Survey Monkey or something like Instagram poll. It's Google Forms. 
Uh, I think it will be DJ too. I, I not undeserving. I wouldn't be mad if any of those guys won, right? You're not going to freak out if DJ wins, Mark Kala, JT, any of those guys. Rom might have an argument even. So I, I, it's it's a funky season. So I'm not going to be upset about it. Rookie of the year. So this is Seems, tricky. I now God, what Scheffler would get it based off FedEx Cup position since he. This is the other aspect that I can't stand about this thing. Is that when you look at the end of the year FedEx <laughs> Cup standings? Yeah, Scotty Scheffler finished fifth, and he didn't hit this. <laughs> I know he never won, right? Never won, and this would have been his first second place finish with the shadow leaderboard. But technically, okay. with their thing, no first, no second finish uh, finishes. But he finished fifth in the FedEx Cup. Finished ahead of Colin Morikawa. That's great. It does throw that completely out of whack, huh? Yeah, and your boy Todd is T20. That's Oh, uh, that is such bullshit. It's just it's completely disrespectful of Todd's season as a whole. And, and I mean, historic, I, say what you will about like, oh, you guys are, are taking this. When we were doing spotlights, which are 25 years in the future, you know, when whenever the next idiots that do spotlights on players 30 years prior, 30 years from now, they're going to look and be like, oh, like we looked at the money list. Like, oh, he finished in the top five of the money list 10 times, you know? Yeah. yeah. They're going to be like, oh, he finished in the top five of the FedEx Cup five times. And it's like, that's not representative. Sky Shuffler had a great year, but that's not his season was not representative of top five season in the FedEx Cup. Who would you say was number one the most this year? Probably JT, the longest. Yeah. I mean, Lanto was up there. He finished 20 or T18. Lanto, he was at the mountaintop for a long time there. He's T18. You know who I'm most proud of? Bassy Bunios. <laughs> eighth. Eighth. He, in the showed, he showed well. Good payout for Bassy. Big year for Bassy. Season for Bassy. Uh, so who's the rookie of the year, though? Is it Scheffler, right? It's got to be. No? Well, Who's the Hovland, contender? Hovland, Hovland? Hovland won. That's the tricky thing. So Hovland he won, won. But did he really win? He didn't win in the long game of career of life, but <laughs> he might he have won. lost. Yeah. His win yeah. was a loss for golf. The PR curse. Uh, so you think it's I, You I, think it's Hovland with the win? I'll go I'm going to go with Scheffler because I would I mean use the shadow leaderboard. This would have been a second place finish. He played great at uh at the PGA Boston. too, yeah, yep, yeah. His final group on Sunday, yeah. So and and like didn't play bad in that final group on Sunday, yeah. And he he's actually now, uh, according to Nosferatu, he'll be 29th in the world, and Hovland's 31. So that's my tiebreaker. Couple other season enders before we start back up on a new one in t- two days. Um, Webb Simpson, this is all Justin Ray golf. If you listen to this podcast, you should be following Justin Ray or you know of Justin Ray. Go If you don't, go follow him now. Webb Simpson, this is via Justin Ray. Webb Simpson wins the PGA Tour season scoring average title, which sounds about right. You know, another potential player of the year candidate won't win, but candidate. Other 2019 20 So that's leaders. another perfect example. What? How great of a year he had. And he's twelfth. Mm-hmm. He's twelfth in the FedEx Cup. Now. That is that's ridiculous. Shouldn't have skipped Chicago. He rested. 
right? I don't know. Well, that it doesn't it matter. I don't think it mattered where he started. I don't. I don't think it mattered for where he started. So he wins the season scoring average title. Yeah, that is bullshit. Who's he behind? He's behind Bassey. Like Scheffler, Bassey. Bassey. <laughs> he's behind. Uh, he's behind Patrick Reed. Terrell. Terrell, who played like twelve events. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> That's crazy. Harris English. He's behind Harris English. Uh, they're tied. They're tied. tied with Harris do, English. Uh, do they have ties now, or they're just a preponderance of ties? <laughs> Perpetually tied. I don't know. I don't know how that works. So is Bassey T eight, or is he? Is there a, a scorecard playoff for the, <laughs> the eighth, ninth, and tenth spots with Rory? Does Rory get money? listed at first? I don't know. I have no idea how that works. I mean, you think really people are going to cite career and like season metrics down the line based on FedEx Cup finish? We did it with with the money list. Money list. Yeah, this really. We legitimately did this when we were doing the historical stuff. It does throw it out of the whack. Like Other Curtis nuggets. Strange, like I remembered in the back of my hand, he won three money lists in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. And then I think he was top 10 for, for like seven or eight of the 10 years in the 80s. And it's like, if we do that with the FedEx Cup. But that's indicative of. Like last right. year, DJ finished dead last in the tour championship so he's gonna it's gonna be like oh he went from 30th what happened in 2019 to first god other notes from justin ray strokes gain total season leaders john rom which is uh strokes gain t to green leader justin thomas putting strokes gained is denny mccarthy greens and regulation is jim furick champions tour player which i don't know what that stat means i guess and driving distance is the thick boy which thick you know boys, that's all he was looking for i was that's <laughs> what i'm about to say maybe that's he, going up on his mantle he's making a trophy it'll be like a bronze protein shake you know cast iron protein shake he'll put on the mantle and that'll be that's the greater than any kind of fedex cup award so um we do have confirmation now eric patterson just tweeted at us Xander was protecting the points on 18 because yeah i looked up at the board i was hoping to hit my wedge a little closer than i did i knew i wasn't going to win and i figured might as well try to make that last putt and make a little extra cash so not protecting the points so much as the wallet because there's no points to play for this is the only reality he was coming down he was coming down 18 with a three-shot lead. That's true. That's true. It's, he should have a win. He should have a career o- win. OWGR gives him a win. How, how will the Wikipedia grid show up? That's kind of the ultimate arbiter of this, I would say. Does it count on the Wikipedia list of wins? Because that's where people, that's where the general public go, despite you thinking they all go to the... I go to all-time money lists. I go. I go to OWGR. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if it's been updated. Wiki. What do they got? This is great, nothing uh, yet. Nothing yet. Radio. They have not okay. updated it yet. All right. Anything else on tour championship before we do a quick quick news? No, I, I'm done. I I want everybody to know that I love golf. I'm just disappointed that this is. I had like random friends texting me. Who do you think's going to win today? And I'm like, DJ, like not big golfers. Like I think because they see the commercials and it's like the playoffs, they think this is a 
a important event. Well, that's well then then whatever the PGA Tour is doing is working. That's a that's a great counter argument for whatever we said in the first forty minutes here. So if these random non golf fans out there, but I just, just hate that this is the thing this is that they turn on the TV to watch that. It was awful. It was. It was. This, this was, in my in my personal opinion, I love golf. It was the worst Sunday uh, golf watching I've ever experienced. Monday. Monday. That's the other thing. They really had a chance to like do something. Right. There's nothing uh, else on Monday the TV. Finish. If there was yeah. NBA playoffs on, I would have been watching the NBA playoffs and just updating right. my my shot tracker on. There was one point I was pretty dire and I'm obviously I I understand this is quite reactive and hyperbolic where I was thinking to myself, like, is this it for the PGA tour? Like, why, why does this, why, why, why does this exist? Why, why are we operating under this current construction anymore? Like NCAA is probably not long for this world going to fall. Like, why does the PGA tour, I want a lot of events on it to main, to stay and because they're big for those markets, colonial and other what, things like that. But like Sanderson, I just it's, of course Sanderson, of course. Um, but I'm just like, this is what they're going for at the end of it. Like I just don't, I don't see why it's uh, major championships are what men's golf is kind of professional golf is. You know what's for. great. We've got a major championship in ten days. I know. That's I, I, that's the, the guiding light behind all of this is that we're, we're usually this is the end of the season, and it, yeah. it starts the the season over, and all you all you have in the, in your mouth is is the tour championship, and yeah. this year it gets just blown out to sea by all the majors coming. So you're suggesting you're more excited for Wingfoot U.S. Open than military tributes in West Virginia. At the Green Bar? Are you suggesting like, that I don't support the military? No, I'm not suggesting okay. that at I was, all. I would never. I, I wanted to I clarify never. that so it wasn't misconstrued. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, a little bit of news. Uh, the Duchess of Pontevedra is born. Poppy Kennedy McElroy. I just, somebody Didn't suggested that nickname. This? Did we? I don't remember. Sorry. Was that Wednesday? Last Wednesday show? I think we did. I just like the Duchess of Pontevedra. David Blaine. You see that joins <laughs> Jason balloons. Day and Jason Day and Falcon Henny as the great balloonsman of the 20th century. Um, and then last bit of news: caddies can use carts at the ANA Inspiration because of the heat. I've got what a source on the ground. Oh God! Who's who's looping? Uh huh. They they are using a light stand bag. They are resisting the cart. Because it's just so hot. I mean, right it's now. like 120 Pumps. there every day. Yeah. yeah. The other End thing August, that September. I was informed of was major backboard on the 18th hole at the A. <laughs> you shared a picture. We may have to post that to Instagram if that's okay. I it, think it, it is okay. There are no fans. There are no grandstandings. It is quite literally a backboard right behind the green on a par five. Finisher, right? I think that we need to change Poppy's Pond's name to the hot tub. Because that jump into Poppy Pond this year, being it usually once it's played in March, yeah, usually <laughs> first major of the year of any golf major. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, know, it's the week before the Masters, yeah. early April. Yeah, end, early, of end of March. So yeah. usually a d- dive into a pool that you know at Palm yeah. Springs probably gets down to fifty at night. You know, uh-huh. this this could be a, just fake. It's gonna be like ninety degrees in that water. 
Poppy's hot tub. Poppy's hot we got tub. Pop, Poppy's backboard for sure, and Poppy's hot tub. There we go. A and A. That'll be a good watch, though. That'll be great. Be good it's probably the event of the week next week. Oh, you're not going to do Safeway? Ah, uh, you know Safeway's field. I got an early look at it. Not good. Wanting, wanting. I saw Bill Haas just got in as an alternate. You know, he swam out of the pond at East Lake and off the alternate list into the. He's going for the wine bucket. Former the FedEx, wine FedEx Cup champion before it was the club championship. <laughs> Actual champion, low net and gross. All right, that does it. Anything else? You got any other thoughts? You good? I just want everybody to know I love all the, all these complaints come from. You think place we're too love. negative? I d- I don't know. Some people can construe it as that. I think we've been very positive about the PGA Tour since it came back. I thought today was not a bright spot. Um, I appreciate that they're trying their best and this, trying to do something. This format just sucks. <laughs> Listen, we're just trying to give it to you. How? I mean, if you watched that today and you were just enthralled and loved the action and thought it was f- fabulous, then more power to you. We're not saying you shouldn't feel that way. I'm just telling you how we felt right there. Is that good? That's fine. Yeah, sure. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back. Let's do uh, the full schedule for next year. Next if schedule. And we could do some bears, bears and Browns props. Yeah. Fantastic. We got a big week ahead of us. Everyone enjoy your Monday evenings and we will be back with you on uh, Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm.